Hey, Steven, we got to figure out an intro to the podcast. That works. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to another episode of the No Fluff MSP Marketing Podcast. Today, I am super excited because I've got a special guest, Mahmoud Hamed here. What's up, what's up? And thank you for having me, Tar. I'm yeah. very excited as well to be on this podcast and, uh, you know, get some feedback and let the listeners know what it's all about, starting a business and cool. rocking and rolling. Love Let's it. Let's go. So, uh... I guess I'll give a little intro. Mahmoud is, uh, is his real name, but we all call him Adam because Mahmoud is way too hard. Uh, he's also my brother. So <laughs> he's... Uh, Plus I get flagged like anywhere I go. <laughs> so Adam just sounds better. Yeah, Adam's, you know, my name was like Taher wasn't too out there. So we actually stuck with my uh, Arab name, but Adam's was maybe a little too Arab, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> a little bit too much. You know? <laughs> so everyone calls him Adam. Um, so little background as to what we're doing today. Adam is a business owner. He's been a business owner as long as I can remember, even before you were an official business owner, you were always selling something candy at school, like car washes on my own little golf cart, 12 yeah. years old, running around, making a hundred bucks a day. Let's so, go. Yeah, so Adam's always been, he's always been an entrepreneur and like, I've always been more risk adverse in my life. And Adam's been very like risk with it like he loves risk and it's paid off for him and all of his endeavors so so i brought him on because even though he doesn't own an msp he's owned a few businesses you know we'll talk about that his challenges and successes and then there's two specific things that i want to talk about on this podcast that i think will be highly relevant to all of our msp marketing listeners is exclusivity and how he uses it to market so we'll get into what we mean by that and personal brand because most of Adam's marketing, despite me trying to help him in so many ways, <laughs> begging him I to try and help effort, him. Though. I do love that. Most of his marketing is legit just like social media and his personal brand. Everybody in the area knows Adam and he is always tapped out and on the members uh, for his business. So, so I, I do think, even though he doesn't own an MSP, that this is going to be a highly relevant conversation. And you kind of just get to hear Adam because he's a pretty cool dude. So let's get into it, Adam. Do you want to just kind of provide an introduction to your how you got into entrepreneurship, your own success and struggles with you know business, any intro you want to provide to, to the listeners? I got it. I got it. So I, uh, first off, I think I've been an entrepreneur since I can remember, like my brother just mentioned, you know, from 12 years old to then I was selling candy in high school, making $100 just because I wanted to buy a sound system from my car. You know, from then I loved working out. I started when I was 16 years old. Um, I was doing martial arts when I was, since I can remember, three years old. And I told myself at 16, 17, I was going to own a gym. And, you know, I didn't have no money which I didn't think you needed money at the time, found out you needed money. <laughs> so you have to think, you know, overhead, what are you gonna do? You can't open a gym, you don't have $100,000, so what's the plan? So I started out in my car, going to people's houses, from there worked at a studio, from there first business, from there big business, from there exclusivity, kind of. So cool. we definitely um, had a lot of struggles on the way, not a lot of money, I remember when I very first started doing personal training, I was making $50 a week. Um, pretty much moved back to my mom's house because I couldn't afford it. 
We were in bunk beds together. We did. I was like, I finally got Adam out of the house. And then like six months later, we got bunk beds. I'm like, dude, what the hell? We had weird wooden bunk beds, too. It was like like 70% off bunk beds. I was like, where's the modern, cool, metal, white bunk beds? Nope. We got some crap from the 70s. And they weren't even like big ones. They were like twins. And we're both pretty big guys. So it's like, it was the fight over who got uh, the top or the bottom. Still at 20 years old. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, pretty much the, the business for owning a gym was always in my head since 16. And like my brother said, I didn't care what it was going to take. I was going to own a business and I was going to never, ever. And I think the biggest reason I want to be an entrepreneur, I don't like listening to what people want to tell me. I don't want to take order. I don't want to have a boss. I don't want nobody to tell me what I want to do when I want to do it and how I'm going to do it. So I think that was the biggest thing for why I knew I want to be an entrepreneur and why I want to own my own business. With that, not everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, you know, entrepreneurship is very hard. You're gonna have days where you're eating ramen noodles. Um, if if you don't mind, I'll talk about that real yeah, quick. Yeah, dude, with absolutely. Ramen Anything. I love this whole story. So, like, you know, I started out of my car, and I was going to people's houses, which keeps overhead low, right? Mm-hmm. In the beginning. It, it, you know, it's hard because people don't know your name. You're not reputable yet. So are you going to be trusted to go into someone's house? I don't know. Luckily, my personality was able to talk with people. The word spread. It did okay. We put a few thousand dollars a month, but it was time to get back into a gym. Um, like I said, I didn't want to work for anybody. I didn't want to work for a big gym because I take 70 60% out. So I found a studio gym where I could pay a monthly rent. Um, pretty much my own business, started my own LLC. I just work underneath somebody, which I'd recommend anybody do while they're trying to build up financially to open their own business. Um, That's a great point because a lot of MSP owners, they started as internal IT where okay. they have a full-time job and they like kind of start doing some stuff on the side. Um, and then they, you're saying, why don't you grow that up? Make sure you have a client base before you, you just jump in. You and have do to. It you can't yeah. jump in because you'll fail before you can start growth. Yeah, you it's know, good you, to get things moving. You think you're going to go out there and attack. Well, there's a lot of people out there attacking. Yeah. And if you don't have some type of backbone or some type of clientele already to go out and break out on your own, yeah. there's there's a higher risk factor of failing. Well, it's like, it's like MSP camp right now. Like, we are... We, I knew this. I love this idea, and we were so passionate about building it. But it's not like we're like, all right, let's make a new company, right? It's just, a, it's just under Alltech right now. It's basically just part of Alltech, and so we're like, well, we got to get to a critical mass, and then we'll split it off as a separate entity, you know, with the owner of Alltech. Absolutely. So it's like, it's, it's, it's like, okay, I, I know this is gonna. I'm gonna make sure it's successful. I'm like you. It's like I'm gonna burn the bridge behind me and just keep moving forward. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. But. Why do that right away when we can still keep doing it with as li- as it's still risky, but like as little risk as possible as we're building it? Well, I just started the new mom, yeah. and, mom and infant facility, yep. and that's exactly what I'm doing. Love I'm it. running it through yeah. a drill and body works. Let's play with it. Let's slowly build it. It slowly grows. Yeah. Then we put it in its own LLC, make it yeah. its own business, and all sorts like that. Um, but so- yeah. So let, yeah, let's talk about that. So like now you've got, let's talk about your current, your current gym and just the, th- your whole mind. And I think this is why my mind works like this. Cause I've watched you my whole life. Like mm-hmm. you've always thought so far outside the box when it comes to stuff. Like even when it came to spirit week, like you were the guy that not only had the banana outfit, but you were on the skateboard. Like you're the guy who's just like, I'm just going to do stuff different. Like I don't, I don't fit into a mold. 
I don't do things a certain way. Like I'm just going to think way outside the box. So I've always had that same mindset. And I think it's because of you, honestly. And so like, think about Adam's first gym thing. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to go be a personal trainer, make 20 bucks an hour. Like everybody else, I'm going to get a Jeep on the back of my Jeep. I'm going to say Hamed's in-home training. And I'm going to go to people's houses. Like that's just, and I don't give a damn what anyone thinks. Yeah. We're going to do it. Like that's, know, that's that, the... that's the novel idea. It's just thinking outside the box. And so like, you were working at, you know, pyramid profiles, all that good stuff. And then you, you decided to go out on your own. Like talk about, so your, I remember, your uh, I remember talking with a trainer. He was really well known in Lakeland for a while. And I did a few classes at his place. He let me just pay him cash to do some classes. And he told me, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to open my own business. And, and something I'll never forget. He said, just do it. And I was like, yeah, but insurance, he goes, it's insurance. You got to pay for it. Yeah. It's electricity. You got to pay for it. Yeah. Just open the business. And I started thinking, I was like, why am I sitting here now? I've already got a clientele. That's something your viewers definitely need to know is there's a time and place. And if you wait too long, yeah. now you're backtracking. Yeah. And there was a, about two years where I was stationary, which for somebody like me, an entrepreneur who wants to keep moving forward, that is the worst thing someone can be is stationary. Yeah. So I finally, you know, Broke ties with Pyramid Profiles. You know, I loved her. She helped me get started. But I said, look, I got to move on. I got I to gotta grow this business. I'm not trying to be a regular trainer. Most trainers I know that are 40 years old, they're still working paycheck to paycheck. They have no money in their savings. They don't know what they're going to do next. I'm not going to be a trainer after 40. I'll run multiple businesses and have trainers. I cannot do this. I do not want to do this 14 hours a day. Yeah. You know, you put your work in hard, you move on. So the first gym I opened up, was a small, crappy, it was on South Florida, which nobody knows what that is, but our main <laughs> street in Lakeland, a real 1,200 square foot. I remember taking my um, fiance there, and I met with the owner. He didn't even have a for sale sign on, but I, I talked with somebody next door. They, I, he gave me his number. He said, sure, I'm, I'll rent it out. We walk in. Kristen goes, no. I said, no, man, this is awesome. She goes, this is disgusting. <laughs> I go, what do you mean? It's perfect setup. It's one big room. We got two bathrooms. We're ready to rock and roll open a gym. She goes, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, I didn't listen to you, babe. Yep. We went yep. ahead and we rock and rolled. And man, I'll tell you what, I put some work to get that place cleaned up and looking good. And it was a badass little gym. It was a badass little gym. And I, I on that, real quick, I just love that is the entrepreneurial spirit. Like if you've listened to this podcast more than a couple episodes, you know, like Tom was faced with a decision years ago. We, they were they needed to hire another tech and all the techs were like hire another tech hire another tech they were telling him to do a specific thing and he did hire somebody it wasn't a tech it was a marketing person and then when that happened there he got a bunch of pushback a bunch of shit like oh that was short-sighted we needed we needed help blah 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 but he as the entrepreneur was like i have a vision for where i want this to go and i know there's gonna be a lot of people that are not entrepreneurial spirited they don't understand the grind they don't understand the risk you have to take exactly. that they're going to give me bad advice and i'm going to do it anyway again why are you an entrepreneur yeah do what you want to do yeah push your own limits and and don't listen to no one else i mean take advice but at the end of the day it's it's up to you you're the owner of the business yeah so yeah be self-aware that if you're, what you're doing might be stupid but if it's like hey if it's if it's inside what you're doing you feel like this is the right move do it like what Tom, like Adam said, just do it. Jump in. And if you currently have a really successful MSP and you're thinking about doing another thing, just jump. Me and Stephen Reese came up with the idea of MSP Camp June of this year. We're like, hey, this would be cool. And we didn't just overthink it or, or think about why it wouldn't work. We just did it. And, and it's like, awesome how it's already, like, growing. And, like, you just literally showed me this 
you know, big billboard where you got the steps to see all your members. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. Like, this is a whole new business. I'm looking in this room right now, and I'm like, first thing I thought was like, you know, Steve Jobs, two garage, you know, like <laughs> three, three little cubbies. And, you know, now it's like cubbies. growing already and it's growing. And it's like, I can't wait to see what this does in 10 years. Like, oh, I really can't. It's, it's, be it's been crazy. I'm just, everybody listening, thank you for listening because this has been the coolest job ever. Like, just talking to, talking to awesome people and, and trying to give as much value as we can. So, okay, so you just opened that badass gym so, on South Florida. Opened a badass gym. Well, it wasn't gym. badass. It was actually really rough, and he made it badass through, well, like, yeah, bad weeks ass, and weeks gym. of work. And so what now we did, we opened up a gym. This is my first true business where I got people coming in that I don't already know that aren't already friends or family or some sort of, you know, sense like that. So now we got to play with ideas, and you never stop playing with ideas. I cannot say that enough. I first started doing it, there was no memberships. There was no, hey, it's $150 a month. We had class times, 5 a.m. to 5.45, 6 a.m. to 6.45. I did do the custom group thing. That was my thing. I found my niche, which was a little bit different than any other group training. Yeah. So you definitely want to make sure you find a specific niche. 100%. Because I'll tell people all the time, 100%, there are great trainers in Lakeland. Some maybe even be better than me. But I promise you, when you walk in this door, you're going to feel like family and you're going to get a great workout that's custom to you. So, boom, there was my niche. I knew what I needed to target. And I knew how to target the people. And I had like a 90% success rate to sign people up. They yeah. come in, they get a training, and then they rock and roll. But as things start changing, you start growing, you know, and uh, luckily, I I'm, and speaking of the hustle, so here I go. I got crappy equipment. I'm about to open up this gym. You know, I want it to be the gym of Lakeland. I barely have enough equipment to open it up. So I said, screw it. I started making some calls. I'm on, I'm on Marketplace every single day on Facebook. I'm on Craigslist. I'm over here. I'm calling somebody this. So I started all of a sudden getting these leads and how, oh, this person's got this for sale. This person's got this. And, well, here now comes the money part. I swear for two months I ate ramen noodles and peanut butter and jelly and once a week some type of chicken. But I never ate out. I sacrifice what you will have to do as an entrepreneur, especially as a beginning entrepreneur and especially if you don't have someone backing you up. So if you're going to do this all on your own, I'm going to tell you now, it's a lot harder than having someone that wants to financially help you get to a next level. So just remember like what you want to do with that. So with that, ate nothing but ramen and peanut butter and jelly, was able to save enough money to buy everything cash in my gym. Why was that important for me? I am a one-person show. If for some reason it didn't succeed, I don't have the overhead. I don't have the loans. I can shut yeah. the business down and move on. So, again, just something to think about, you know, where do you want to be? Do you want? I know a lot of gym owners that opened up gyms with forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollar debt. You know, because they they got all new rubber matting, brand new equipment, all new cardio stuff. You know, they you know, and guess what? Within a year and a half, they didn't pull the amount of clientele they needed. They had to shut down, but yet they still have the loans. Yeah. So that's, you that's have tough. to you have to play with what you don't need everything. Mm -hmm. So don't don't forget that people. I yeah. think I think people always are like. But I don't have this, yeah. so I'm not going to start. Yeah, that's you know, a good I don't, point. I don't, I don't have 
this Mac laptop, so yeah. I can't be a good. Ooh, you just in- tr- you just triggered some people with that with that word. <laughs> Mac, know, uh, come um, on now. You can start with the Acer, you know, <laughs> or a TLC. Yes. You can, and then buy and save. Yeah. So that's something important. I think yeah. that people who are starting a new business need to know you don't have yeah. to have the best to become the best. Yeah, and the good thing is most people listening are pretty mature and in, in their business. You okay. know, like so. I mean, there are some some starting out businesses listening they're to already this. Already in there, ready to go to the next level. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like the you know the fire up so so like but either way this is really great advice and hearing your 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 grind and there are going to be some people listening that are like oh yeah I'm, I'm starting an msb but for the most part it's like marketing managers and, and owners so then it was like you had that business and then you're like okay i need to elevate this you need to get more space you need because because again you didn't start i know your vision was i want to have a badass beautiful gym that's you know 2,500 square feet with 100 members no. but my no. vision. Oh, oh okay. Is a Twenty-four thousand dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thousand okay. square foot gym with rock climbing walls, but and kickboxing. But, and the cool thing is, all, you've always had that vision. And then it's like before that, it was just a tiny room. You know, five hundred square feet. You were training a few people. Then you moved into that twelve hundred square feet, like you know, like badass, like kind of grungy gym. And now you're at a beautiful twenty-five hundred square foot. Like thirty-five hundred. It's thirty-five hundred. Thirty-five. Oh, because the new edition. No, no that's not with yeah, the new edition. Forty. 300 so it's it's right super dope he's got like the massage room like i go in there all the time it's like this ten thousand dollar massage chair he's got like the the stretch room he's got the ab room he's got this big open area with anything you can imagine and everything is sleek and clean and i look back to where you were a few years ago and it's like if he didn't so let me let yeah, me stop yeah, you go ahead. before because i'm add and i'll lose it okay um, go ahead so <laughs> When, when we were talking about the first badass gym, now let me go back to what my first initial thought process of Adrenaline Body Works. That's my business name, Adrenaline Body Works. It was about to be athletes, only military, police academy, badass fighters. That was what Adrenaline Body Works was to be. Now, when I opened my first one, that is what my little, it had graffiti on the wall, speed bags, hanging um bags and i even had a throwing knife board in my gym <laughs> that's, <right>. that's weird <laughs> but awesome until i realized about liability insurance <laughs> but what happened was now this is why i'm saying this is and something to think about i made double the amount of money this year when i made the change because when i did make the change like tar said i took out all the aggressive it is now a sleek modern high-end looking more gym same training same objective badass workout the only difference is i changed the way you made it look when you walked in you didn't think you were in a grudgy style gym now you thought you were in a high-end highest highest end studio gym in lakeland and that what that did was it made people want to be there more was that by mistake slightly but you know what? All all good things don't always happen, you know, initially just like that. So I love that. And one of the things we preach all the time, all the time on the podcast is is know your marketing persona. Know who you're selling to. When Adam first started selling his business, he was selling to the bodybuilders, the he wants to teach people to box, the ninjas, right? And then what he found is a lot of his clientele became older, more money, right? Like well, it, yeah. more affluent. And so he, women as well. Women. So he adjusted the business to match his target market. And like that's where he is today. And like that's what i that's what we preach all the time because it's like if you want to target the co-manage those bigger entities well you better understand what mdr is you better understand how to do co-manage like you better understand how to talk to the it person and if you're not doing that your niche is no four to 40 computers which i saw an msp doing recently cool that's 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 different now you have a different marketing persona right and like 
know your market persona and adjust the business to match that. We have a local business owner called Image Depot Express and he he does screen printing and stuff. And he did a lot of like embroidery for shirts and hats and stuff for small businesses. Yeah. What he found is that's just busy work. And he looked at his top 10% and saw it's like those, those, those marketing departments that want to do big orders. So he changed the whole look of his company instead of Image Depot Express that looked kind of like retail-y. He moved to IDX. It looks real sleek. He only goes after those bigger ones. And his business is booming because he found out who are my profitable market and how do I make sure I look good and how do I reach them. Simple changes like that, that businesses just get Very stuck simple. in their ways. They're like, no, I'm just going to do this. We had, you know, there's there's lots and lots of examples of this in the MSP space where, you know, we you you, you change and you adjust. Like, you know, and we've you done that in Alltech change. three times at least. And you, you know, will we're in still phase change three. and adjust, you yeah. know, and that's okay. As yeah. long as you sit back and you know you did better this the next year than the previous year. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the moves. Yeah. So, yeah, which uh, the person he's talking about is uh, – is also a client of my gym, and this guy, let me tell you, if you want to talk about an entrepreneur too, this guy's at my gym 30 minutes before I am. He's outside <laughs> walking the parking lot. And that just shows you, like, the type of mindset you do have to have to succeed. And, I mean, obviously yeah. he's been very successful. And yeah. um, so that it's, it's important. Like I said, not everyone's meant to be entrepreneurs. I know everyone on here is, and they're killing it. But, yeah, making um, small changes hit the target market by showing – the, the style of the gym, the style of uh, what we're trying to do and make it a little bit cleaner, that was awesome. But the big thing I think that uh, really changed the game was the exclusivity. Yeah. 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 That, was, uh, that, was, uh, that was a smart move. Super cool. So I did realize, um, and as you guys will as well and have already, you'll get burnt out as an entrepreneur. Um, so two big moves I made was I started taking Fridays off. Yep. I was working Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 7 p.m., and I was starting to get irritated with clients, irritated at home. And when you realize that, I've always said, entrepreneurship, you better make it before it breaks you. Yeah. Because it will break you down. If you're not making enough money, it will break you down. And you can only last so long before eventually you give up. And um, so stay ahead of the game as an entrepreneur. So the way I do that was I listened to my body. I listened to what my surroundings. And I knew, okay, I can't do this no more. So what am I going to do? Okay, I'm going to take three days off. And I'm going to have open um, access, gym access, with key fobs. Yep. Put cameras up throughout the whole gym. Let people still use the facility seven days a week. But now I'm only there four. Yep. That was game changer for me and my health. I mean, I was able to reset, have a whole day to myself, go do whatever I want, play golf or go to the beach, go surf. We're here on go, a Friday. He wouldn't be able to come here and do this podcast. About to go get a massage after this. Yeah. So, and um, you were worried when you were about to do that. Like, is this going to impact membership at all? Oh, and, I was super worried yeah. because now they have one day less with me. Mm. But also you have to think about where's your price point, yeah. right? So in my competitive um, area, it's about 130 to $170. There's other gyms that are competitive to me. If I raised the rate to 200 and stayed five days a week, so what? I make $5,000 more a month, but I'm still stressed. But how many clients would I lose that mm -hmm. could not now afford that? Because now I'm at a higher bracket mm -hmm. than the average custom gym around. Mm -hmm. So I, I actually gain more members by cutting it down yeah. four days and Which keeping is crazy. the price. And instead of if I would have put the 200, yeah. 
I would have probably lost about 20 members. Yeah. Um, so that was one huge move um, in, at the new facility. That really was awesome. Um, it gives a little bit of the freedom to the clients as well so they can come on the weekends and do whatever they want so they don't have to constantly listen to me. But And that's a big thing you did. That's You, you added value. Yeah. So you said, okay, now you get a key fob with with security cameras mm -hmm. and, and everything's insured, you're good. So you added value and then you made a massive change to give yourself way more free time. So MSPs listening, don't burn yourself out. I see it all the time where MSPs are just stressed out. They're super stressed out because they're trying to do it all. Like find ways to free up your mental health because like Adam's the best mental health. He's, I mean, he's in the best shape of his life. He's, he's making more money than ever. And his clients are steady, right? Like that's just, yep. that's such right. a good place to be. And it took a long time, a lot of grinding and trying to get to his vision. And now he's here today. So, so 10 Tom, years, 10 years, yeah. <laughs> 10 years. Yeah, every overnight success takes 10 years. Exactly. Um, so, so one thing Adam did, and we're going to talk about how we did that a little bit at MSP camp and how we did it at all tech a little bit is exclusivity, which is how many members did you cap it at? Uh, so we kept at 100 members. At how much per member? Uh, $150 a month per member. And then you also do like some private training and, and stuff, then I right? I do private training throughout that. So when he moved to this, this was brilliant marketing. Adam's never been a marketer. He just is a marketer, right? He doesn't, he's never trained in marketing, but he said, I'm going to cap it at 100 members, right? He didn't have to do that. He could, he could have more, it's 3,500 square feet. He could have more than 100 members. But he said, I'm going to cap it so I know my members. I know, to, I know how to focus on my members, et cetera. When he capped that, the number of people that rushed in his door because they wanted to lock in their spot was insane. Yeah. And not to mention the people that were already there will didn't want to leave. Didn't want to leave. 100%. Because 100%. 100%. And I remember uh, when I first opened the, you know, the key access, I had trainers who owned gyms too. And they said, dude, you need to be selling $30, $40 memberships to anybody to come in and use it. I said, yep. no. That's ridiculous because yep. what I'm doing is now taking away my high-end paying clients. Exactly. And then they're going to leave. Exactly. So I kept it. Now what we did, what do we do? We do it at 100 members, exclusivity. You have your own key fob access to come in Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Your own private facility. You sell it as the highest-end facility, the place to want to be. But like you said, you know, going into marketing for myself is all about – the personality that brings it. Yeah. You can lock in and be however you want, but if you don't have something to keep them there, yeah. That's that's a whole other thing. Yeah, we talk about personality of the business all the time and and we're going to get into that in here in a second. And I want to give a couple other examples of exclusivity and how you can use it in your marketing without being like lame, right? You don't want to be like, oh, you've got two days to sign up or the price goes up, burp, burp, burp. Like, I can't stand that shit. I, I hate that. Like, so we much. we don't do stuff like that. I think it's lame. Um, I even think it's lame where it's like, sign up and you get an Oculus Quest, like all, all that stuff. I think it works. I really do, unfortunately. Well, it does work. It works, but like, for my own integrity, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to treat my target market like that yeah like but one new, like new year's one dollar sign up fee you yeah know? Like, like it's like oh, dude gosh. stop being lame so so adam the way he did it, it's like look i want to have 100 people i can focus on i don't want people coming and going and not being able to do it like he did it for the right reasons and it worked for marketing how we do it at msp camp is it's like there's only one msp per county in the u.s and then other places it's regions like canada and and, and we got members in the UK now and Australia, which is wild to me. And oh, I'm just, cool. thank you for those listeners and members in those areas too. Only one, only one MSP in that area. In the last week, I've had to turn away five MSPs that wanted to start paying me. And you know, it's like, 
it's 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 a bummer to be like, hey, sorry, like yeah. there's always someone there, and like I I want to help them, so like we are gonna have like a free, we have the scout membership where we're still gonna be providing all the guides, and we're actually eventually gonna add some content on there just because I want to still provide values to all of our listeners. But you have to focus on your. Main you got to focus right exactly, yeah. and that's the ranger and leader members where we are putting all the content, all the templates, all the stuff, and like our attrition rate's almost zero. When someone when someone joins MSB camp, they don't leave. I think it's because they see how much is already there, and they know we're like just getting started. So they're like, cool, yeah, I mean, I'm going to lock in my area. I don't want to give that up. Yeah. And obviously, we're providing value, but, like, that's how we've used it. And, like, there's people email me all the time. They're like, is my region open, even though there's a county map where they can look? But I'm happy to check for them and be like, yeah, it's open. And we have people that just sign up, and I have to reach out and say, hey, I'm sorry, like, we're going to cancel you, or I'm going to move, why don't we move down to Scout until, so you don't get charged. Yeah. And that has helped because when people see their area open, they, boom, they want to sign they up. Lock in. And that wasn't the intention. The intention is I don't want members in the same area using the same content period. Yeah. Like that was my intention, but it's worked so well. So that now people want to lock in that yeah. area. Yeah. But it's also obviously a big challenge because there's a lot of members that want to join that can't. So I know we're gonna have to skin well, that count down the road. We might, you know, have to have a, a, to. a different tier with different campaigns or something. But right now, we're way too early even to even think about that. And then with all tech, what we did is a couple of quarters ago, we got we got so busy with onboardings that my the professional services team was like, "Hey, dude, no more onboarding." And I was like, "What do you mean, no more onboarding?" They're like, "We can't onboard another client right now, so chill." So this is the third time we had to stop marketing, which is crazy to me that we have to like stop the leads. But we we did. We had to pull back. So what I did was move the minimum up so they had to be at least a thousand dollars a month paying us or we're not even gonna we're not even gonna be able to talk to them so we had people that are willing to move up to that tier um and then we set only one onboarding a month so when they're talking to you and you say hey i can i can start onboarding you in two months psychologically they're like damn this msp knows what they're doing like exactly. there's like a waiting list for this msp while the other msp they're talking to are like yeah let's get started right now it's like this you put you in a level of like oh they're kind of desperate to get me where this other msp like because it was a reality we weren't desperate to add anybody and like they could just see it on us they could just see there was no desperation it was like hey two months we'll be on onboarding it'll take one month from there and then the agreement will start blah with the onboarding duh, 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 duh. and it's like my close rate went up when i was trying for it to go down <laughs> It, it's and insane. we were getting more ideal customers. It's insane. I had a lady, I had a lady uh, yesterday text me, and I was training clients, and she texted me and said, hey, I heard uh, about your gym. I have a few clients that go there. And um, I immediately called her while I'm training. So I said, get back to you. I said, I'm closing memberships this weekend. If you want or even think about being my gym, you need to be up here today before 7. She was up there within 25 minutes. <laughs> locked in her membership. And it, it, because... They know, you know, once, once that has, it's, it's a psychological thing. Like you yeah. said, like when you know that you, you want to be a part of something, yeah. especially if like what we're about to talk about, mm. personalize and cater it to yeah. something that's even more so than what a normal gym or mm. MSP camp or would be like, yeah. you know, you're trying to target. I remember talking to you the other day about something. I don't know if you want to put on the podcast. We're going to do an episode on it, but you can talk about you know it. I mean, I was like, dude, that's badass. Like he's like, I'm going to make a video game. You know, to to get people interested, to, so they can check it out, and it I mean to me that right there shows the effort someone's willing to do, which means the effort that they're going to do to make sure you have the best business possible. You know that, you know they're not running the same crap. You know yeah. that, that all the other other businesses are. You're already thinking outside the box with this badass video game to make people play to get them interested. But it's not hard to just get them interested. That just shows the level that you're willing to take this business. So they're going to have the best content 
yeah. in the future because you care and you're going to put that extra little bit that these bigger companies have already forgotten. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest yeah. thing is you haven't forgot that. You're learning yeah. and you're growing and you're going to succeed because you're doing the little things that a lot of business forgot to do. Thanks, man. So, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's kind of wild how quickly like I do a demo for somebody and like it takes like 45 seconds of me showing a couple pieces of content and they're like, yeah, man, let's do it. You know, and it's like, I'm not patting myself on the back because it's not even me, it's the team. But it's like, we just know, like, I think we just, we have like, what is shit content? What do we not want to use? And like, what's content that's just going to stand out, right? And it's like, yeah. and like the video game thing, like my target market's a bunch of, you know, people like me that are nerds, like we're IT people or marketing people. And it's like, how do I make the landing page stand out? Right? Like, how do I make, other than like a video of me being like, MSP camps to shit, you know, like. Turn your Oculus on to. Yeah, well, we are doing that too. But, <laughs> you know, it's like, other than like a video and text, like copy can only be so good. I'm like, all right, I know my person. Like, why don't I put like a 2D, like pixel old school game on there where you can choose between Maurice or Steven and like choose your weapon and like you're fighting off bad content. Like, I'm like, dude, if I That's saw so that cool. on a landing page, I would be like, let's do this. That's so cool. So we're going to do that. I mean, you know, it's in the process right now. It might be a month from now, and it might totally suck for listeners. It might not be good at all, but at least, but like... you're doing it. At least, that's yeah. what matters. You yeah. have to do it to know if it sucks. Yeah. Simple as that. And that's the big thing. And that, again, I, I, I credit so much to you of being like, just think a little different. Like, it, it doesn't... So It's like... It, like, one guy... I just did an episode with a guy who gave away a Tesla. So he gave away a Tesla. He's like, hey, yeah, if you if you send me referrals and they come on client, you get entry into the Tesla. Tesla was like a $50,000 car. He added $10,000 a month in recurring revenue because he thought a little differently, you know? And it's like... But, so that 50000 is like oh. quadruple. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's like probably three-year contract. Like know, They paid for themselves so many times over. Crazy. And the PR around a company giving away a Tesla, right? So it's like just everyone listening, like, I want to have Adam on more... Because like we heard his journey, and we're gonna get more into his personality, but also just like, hey Adam, like let's let's shoot the shit on some ideas, oh, right? Yeah, like I can't Adam's wait. the idea king, so it's like you know one one idea we'll talk about right now is like the the mommy and me, dude. So that is crazy, and and again, like you just said, it could be great. It could be a huge franchise, and I hope to I hope that we can succeed. But if I didn't try, so I opened up. Um, my landlord said there's 1,200 square foot opened up right behind your gym and me immediately i want it i don't care what i'm going to do with it yet i can expand it put more you know gym equipment but no matter what i wasn't going to let that go because if you let some go someone else has at least three four five years and you all of a sudden thought about the idea and it's too late yep. so i i got i got this you know this 1200 square foot now i'm sitting here three four weeks stress and headaches trying to figure out what i'm going to do and i kept thinking of the basic crap a supplement store you know smoothie shop a massage and acupuncturist that will complement my business a you know there's just so many i can make it into a personal training studio where one-on-ones can go in and train with other personal trainers and i'm thinking i'm like dude that's so basic and that's going to get me nowhere you know there's already great smoothie shops there's already great supplement shops what's going to make me different i'm no i don't have enough money yet to make it better than those so is that even going to succeed? I have to go specifically off my personality, which may be able to pay the rent and pay, make a little bit of money, but not going to make me money like I want. So I was sitting there talking to my sister. I'll make this quick about uh, how the idea came up. But we're sitting there talking. I'm like, man, dude, I don't know what to do. And she's like, well, what if you did like a daycare thing with 
was like, I don't want to do daycare. I mean, with kids and insurance like and the worst shit. I'm like, like that sounds. Why don't you watch a bunch of shitty kids? Yeah, I'm like, I don't want that. And they, and she's like, Well, I. Or, so my sister is married to an Air Force guy, and so she goes, Well, I used to take my baby in uh, to the gym all the time, and it was awesome. And I was like, Can you do that? And she's like, Well, we, were, we can do whatever we want with the military. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> and so immediately it hit me. I'm sitting there, and I was like, dude, what if I made a whole entire baby gym? And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, dude, a whole mom and infant facility where it's only like up to 12 months old, up to a year. There's cribs in it, changing tables, and and there's cameras throughout the whole facility to where they can work out while their baby's sleeping in the cribs, or they could be in the, in the bouncers while the moms are working out and keep it super exclusive membership to where it's super high-end looking, uh, again, exclusivity to people yep. want to get in there. Yep. And then most importantly, most moms have nowhere to go at a gym. They have to either stay home, get on their Peloton or their mirror, or they can't even take them to a big gym yet because uh, the daycares won't take them to a, after a year old. So they're stuck. That is the most vulnerable time in a mom's life. They're mm. trying to get their body back. They're trying to get their mental state back. They have no damn sleep. And they definitely don't want no one messing with their little six-month-year-old kid. So it all started adding up. Well, Amina, which is my sister, another Arab name. Uh, Amina Hisham Hamad. Amina Hisham Hamad. <laughs> she, she went on Facebook. And let, here's exactly why I'm saying this. So you guys remind yourself, don't always listen to the haters. Yeah. Dude, she got on there. We started writing out on Facebook. Hey, guys, what do you think about this idea? Immediately started getting bashed. Naysayers. Everybody. Oh, it's not a good idea. You need to have a babysitter Risk adverse, in risk there. adverse. You know, yeah, it's there. It's the liability. Oh, that this. They didn't have the idea, the vision in my head. Yeah. And I was like, nope, I don't care. Yep. I think it's awesome. It's in my brain. I know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. My brother, the badass videographer, he comes by. I got it finished. I put all my money into this thing. It looks freaking sexy. It looks very high end. Uh, again, two go after a specific clientele yep. you know not yep. trying to say in any type of way but yep. you've got 25 memberships it's got to be cost it's got to cost a little bit more money mm -hmm. which means it has to have a certain look yep. right okay so we knocked that out we got the videographer in there he makes this video um of the facility we had some babies in there while the moms are working out it blew up all like twenty thousand views I mean, or more or something crazy freaking oh excuse me Every single person, what a fantastic idea! I was like, Yeah, you were saying like four yeah, months ago how shitty were, idea yeah. this was. So, so just remember that people don't have the mindset as entrepreneurs do. That's why some people aren't meant to be entrepreneurs. So, it's yeah. okay. Like, you can listen to people, and it's and I think Tar's better than me at that. Like, he takes <laughs> critical advice, I don't. I shut it, I'm like, Nah. Screw you. But then I sit back, come back a day or two later. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a good idea. Yeah. Because I didn't think of it. You know, I was like, mm. yeah. But, um, yeah, so definitely thinking outside of the box. I mean, this is crazy. We open up in a week. And I have so many members asking me at my gym, are you packed? Are you full? No. Was I packed and full of the 100 members Great when I opened point. Adrenaline Body Works? Absolutely not. But it's so different, unique. So. Still going to take time. Don't, don't expect Still going to take it. time. I'm giving it a whole year. Yeah. If it doesn't launch in a year and doesn't show me some type of need in the in the in the um, city in my town, because I already had people ask me if I was open one in Tampa. I told nice. you that. No, that's awesome. Oh, dude, yeah. Someone was like, "Dude, are you open one in Tampa? We love one out there." And I'm cool. like, 
as soon as this one gets 25 members, the next move's happening. Yeah. But if it doesn't, we'll turn it to a physical therapist's office. We'll turn it to a massage. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. We'll expand the gym. But you got to think outside the box to try and get to the next level because everyone is doing the same thing. I see people running on Instagram, talking on the camera, and I'm like, stop acting like David Hoggins. You know what I mean? Like Goggins. that's Dagan, Dagan, Dagan Hoggins. Dagan Goggins. Dagan Goggins. Dagan Loggins. You know that's that's his thing. He's the one running. Stop trying to do the same damn thing. Yeah. You know, get on a bike and do it. You know, like so. so I, I just love that. And there's there's a couple lessons from what Adam just said to the MSP listeners from things that we hit on pretty hard. One is it takes time, even with a novel idea. And this gym looks beautiful. He took the best parts of his current gym was that exclusivity. I hope I'm saying that right. Exclusivity Excellent. and exclusivity. You're supposed and to be the smarter one. I know. I know the way you were saying it was so different. I'm like, is that the right way to say it? Or is Adam just oh. terrible? All right. So exclusivity and it looks better. It looks even better. Like it's so he I, he 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 um, hired a like interior designer specifically for moms. I mean, it's so beautiful. Which is another point to make. Yeah. Some things you got supposed to do. Right. Yeah. Because I'm not an interior decorator. Yeah, you gotta pay. You gotta pay sometimes. You know, you gotta pay to play. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I say, outsource. Don't outsource your marketing. Don't think that's what I'm saying. But you gotta outsource (laughs) certain pieces, uh, like videography. You're probably not gonna be doing all of that in house. So, so he took the best parts. He made the gym. You know, and it's gonna take time. It's gonna take time. It's gonna take time. And so those MSPs that want to start marketing, it's funny. The first thing I always hear, and the same thing I did, is like, well, what should I do? Should I just start calling? Should I just start cold calling? It's like that's like one of the last things you should be doing. Like, just go to that checklist on MSP Camp. Go to the guide. Go through the list. And here's the thing: when you're doing those things, they're not going to bring you a ton of leads right off the bat. And you need to be okay with that. You need to be okay. It's going to take a lot of Google reviews. It's going to take a lot of case studies. A lot of videos made on your YouTube channel. A lot of time to build your organic marketing. A lot of events that you're going to have to host. A lot of events that you're going to have to go to there are so many things that you need to be doing and can be doing but none of them almost none of them are going to immediately bring you leads and so you need to get in that mindset knowing it's a marathon and not a sprint because it took me a year it just like you said a year it took me a year of grinding my ass off when I first started all tech honestly I also didn't know what I what I was doing like if I had MSP camp back then like if someone had built MSP camp and give me the resources I would have got up just being a lot quicker so make sure you use that they're all free by the way I'm not selling you anything go to the guides and like it, it took a year of grinding my ass off and almost quitting twice. Twice I almost quit. Sorry, Tom. I hope Tom twice doesn't listen to this. Twice within a year? <laughs> yeah. Like I was oh, so, man. I was just so bummed out. I'd never had success in my life. So I was like, okay, this is just, this is a bummer. And then it was like at that one year mark, I've not been able to turn it off ever since. We've onboarded at least one client every month over the last six years. Every single month. Most of the time it's two clients. So it's like, even when we've had to stop marketing three times, you still can't turn it off. So like, don't give up understand you're going to build this badass gym aka your msp you're going to start marketing it really hard and you're not going to see results right away you're not just understand that you're going to get lucky the first year couple or the first quarter maybe second quarter and you keep staying consistent you keep going through that checklist you keep doing the things you stand out in your market and the flywheel will happen guarantee it don't be complacent you know what i'm saying don't be complacent you better you better you better reevaluate every year you know, are you a little bit better? Are you a little bit, you know, it might be, it might not be, um, it might not be financially, but yeah. you mentally, 
you physically yeah, are you growing point. in yeah. a business if your business is growing mentally physically and you got new ideas coming then you're yeah. doing okay yeah it doesn't have to be just financially at first and i know this isn't exciting for me to tell you all this like i know it's a bummer right but i'm just a realist i'm just being real with you like there's all these marketing agencies all these other content companies that are gonna be like oh yeah like use this and boom two leads a week guaranteed it's like nope doesn't exist doesn't exist it Bro. does not exist unless you want to spend like you know a, just tens of thousands of dollars on advertising and salespeople knocking on door all day or buying another MSP. Like if you want to do it organically, if you want to do it with, with maximum effort, lowest, maybe, you know, money, cause you're maybe just starting or maybe just building out your marketing team. It's going to take some time, but guess what? There's a huge, massive ROI when you're doing this stuff, right? So anyway, no, it's not fun to say that. I know it's a bummer to hear that, but it's the truth and just keep at it. What did Adam do 10 years later? He was in, he was out of his piece of crap Ford, what was it, Ford? Ford Explorer. Ford Explorer 10 years ago. 2001 Ford Explorer. It was breaking down. I remember I had to pick him up multiple times, right? Like, that's where he was. Mainly because I ran out of gas. <laughs> 10 years later, he's got this multiple gyms making way more money than me. Little shit. And, like, just killing it. And I'm like. O older shit. Older shit. <laughs> I should be making more money. Yeah. <laughs> I've so, had more years on this world. And his freedom. I look at Adam's Instagram and Facebook, and he's always doing something cool. Like, he is, he is where he's always wanted to be, but he hasn't always been there. So when we see those big MSPs that are 10 million, 5 million, even Alltech, we're in a really good spot. Like, we weren't always here. Where we were was in a warehouse just four years ago. We were in a warehouse when every time it rained, we couldn't be on the phone. Like that's where we were at, legit. Now we're in this badass data center with 10,000 square feet with 27 employees. We were not there just a few years ago. But I always had the vision. We always had the vision. Like we know where we want to go and we didn't stop. We didn't let the challenges hold us back. And it, that's exactly what you just said was, dude, I was only making like half, not even less than half of what I was a year and a half ago. True. It doesn't, sometimes Exponential. at 10 years, it's just like losing weight. When I have people come in and train with me, they go hard. They go hard. They're like, I only lost a pound. I didn't lose no weight. I didn't lose no weight. And then they three, four, five, six months later, boom, 15 pounds come yep. off. And the reason the is flywheel. consistency. Yep. So, you know, yeah, it took me 10 years, but it, it only took me six months to double, almost triple my money. Yep. And it's like, like you just said, four years ago, warehouse, yep. a call center who's an IT company, couldn't even talk on when yeah. it was raining. Crazy. And now I walked in with like, I was in the FBI, man. The lights <laughs> cut on, and the, and the lady goes, "Please let me escort you here. We need to see your ID." I'm like, "What is going on?" I totally mean, this different. facility is badass. It just it doesn't take long once you've already put everything. You know what am I saying? What's well, the word I'm looking for? You you set the foundation. Yeah. yeah. And then when it the it's right time from there, right time, right place, boom. Yeah. Well, here's an example. We've been grinding hard on this podcast. Like, I really feel like we put a lot of time and effort. Maurice does an amazing job with production. Steven does an amazing job with graphic design. Like, I feel like we know a lot so we're, we can provide some level of value, you know. Like, but we're working very hard. The first couple of months, we had, like, no listeners, right? And, like, you know, I was trying to post it on Reddit and, like, Facebook. I was trying to get the word out there, but no one was really listening. Almost discouraged you to, like, why am I even yeah. on here talking? But I knew what we were saying was important for someone that needed help. Like, not, like, just, I know this would help somebody. So I was like, we got to keep going. We got to keep going. Now we're at almost, I think, 40 episodes. The last week, our listeners have tripled. 
and we didn't do anything different. It was just all of a sudden Apple moved, moved us up. Spotify moved us up. We also got a lot of reviews. Like I preach, make sure you get a lot of reviews. Everyone that's reached out to me, I asked them, Hey, would you mind leaving me a five star review? Anybody listening to this? If you're literally, this is probably an hour into the podcast. If you're still listening, you must like this episode and you must like this podcast. Can you please leave me a five star review, please? That'd be awesome. And so like literally tripled in, in seven days, we went from like, eh, you know, a couple hundred listens to like over a thousand listens in a week because it was like effort time, months and months and grind and then boom reward. So it's going to be 2000 after this episode. Yeah. Now that you're on and they're going to be like, Hey, can y'all just do a separate, you know, you know Ahmed, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Ahmed podcast. you know, you know, something just where you're crapping. Well, what's funny is you see how long people, there's analytics and anchor where it tells you how long someone like the average people actually listen to the podcast. So I'm really interested to see what this one is, and I'll send it to you. In like 30 seconds. Like, <laughs> that dude's raspy-ass voice. <laughs> We're done with this. 90% drop-off every yeah. in like Tar's 30 like, seconds. Adam, you're never allowed back. Yeah, nope. So I think those are kind of the core pieces. I know this one was a little less structured than most of our podcasts, but I hope you got some value let's out of it. That, let's hit the personality rule. Okay, all right, super all right, important cool. Because I do got to cool. get to my massage. You all know? right, yeah, so, yeah. Um, what I did want to mention was, and um, you brought it up perfectly, you know, marketing, they're going to bullshit you sometimes and tell you what you want to hear. I hired a marketing company. I never did ever. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. And I'm old school. I'm right? saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. You know, Keep going. it is, was ridiculous. I had a guy come out, you know, we're going to have a photographer come out, you know, take pictures of all your clients. We're going to post these videos and all this stuff. I said, awesome. Great. Boom. I paid him. I kid you not, and I see this all the time, and I absolutely hate it, and it will ruin your business, and it started to slow my business down. They started using Google images. They started oh people who God. know. I did not prep Adam for this at all. Please keep going. Please oh, keep I'm going. A, I'm going to go oh, with this. I, I was pissed. I was, dude, I, first off, can I say the F word? Uh, no. Why the hell? Not. Why the hell? Let's say the hell. <laughs> why the hell are you using Google images when you had a photographer come out and take pictures of all my clients. Why are yeah. you not using organically my business? Yep. I do not want to see a Peloton shit on my damn Instagram or Facebook. Secondly, <laughs> locally, like Tar said, I am known. I know people in Lakeland. You are not about to put certain comments or certain threads that everyone knows I would never write. Mm. So first off, if you know a marketer, you need to know somebody that knows you, knows yep. your business, has yep. studied your business. If they haven't studied your business and they're just a, you're just another line number number, Dude. I promise you, it will not benefit your business. Plus, again, what a lot of these marketers do who aren't putting the time and effort like Taher does, are using, you know how many leads I got? I got a crap ton of bots. <laughs> I had bot. I said, oh yeah, hey, welcome to Journal Byron. Thanks for contacting me. We would love to come out. Square. Yeah, <laughs> would you like to buy something from me? And I was like, what is going on? So when you are looking into marketing, and, and well, I will say real quick uh, about personality and what makes my business is I really targeted making sure everybody, I have some of the richest clients in my town and some of the poorest clients in my town all come in their same roof and nobody feels better. Yep. I don't have anybody feel like they're ever going to be bullied. I don't have anybody feel racial issues financial issues every person who comes in my gym feels like they are at home 
and they are somewhere. They are not a number. I know all their names. I know what they did on the weekend. And that is important to remind your clients, hey, man, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, that's awesome. It's even better if you get out there. I know with MRSP, it can't do that as much. You're going to have a lot more clientele. You can't go out to their baseball game. But you get my point. Yeah. That, I promise you, I, had, we were, I was at a Christmas party last week, and I had someone come up to me and go, dude, you didn't build a gym. You built like this community yep. at your end. Yep. And, and that is why my gym will stay successful because it's not just a gym. What I built, and he goes, man, that's pretty risky though. You know, that building it like that instead of, you know, really, he goes, you don't, you know, post much about your workouts and, di and different, you know, inspirational ways of working out. You know, you post up with the, with the people in your gym and you're having fun because I want people to know my gym. Yes, I can give you a great workout. YouTube can give you a great workout. Every single damn trainer can give you a great workout. Yep. I want you to know that you have something more here, yep. that you have a place to come, feel safe, get away, release some endorphins, get a great workout. That is why Adrenal and Bioworks is going to make it. And that's why Adrenal and Bioworks will go to the next level yeah. is because I'm bringing out that personality trait yep. into my business. I'm not just yeah. doing the same old routine, same old workouts. Yeah. We like to have fun with it. And it's it's not, Adam just talked, like it's so true. Like everybody tags him on social media. He does this thing where when it's his people's birthday, he literally punches him in the stomach. So it'd be like a 90 year old woman. He's like, all right, put your hands up, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. But and then <laughs> he's like, da, 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 da. Yeah, I punch him ever many times it's their birthday. And it's like little so. stuff like that. It like goes kind of like semi viral in the community where it's just something that's distinctly Adam. And like, I promise I did not prep Adam for that marketing discussion he just had. This is a business owner that tried a marketing agency and what happened happens what happens they go with generic stock photos that doesn't match a brand at all that's exactly what happens because they have to make it easy fired for them. all of their clients fired them after two months 100 percent, and that's why we are massive advocates and one episode we have coming up how to hire your marketing intern actually i think it might be before this one as we already recorded it get yourself an intern get yourself a coordinator make sure they understand who you are how to talk don't be so professional. Don't don't corporate wash it. Don't be lame. Like make sure they have freedom, but make sure they understand your business and how what makes you different in the marketing. Then you can, if you are an MSB camp member, and again, you don't have to be. You can just use the free guides. But if you like the content, you can change the content however you want. So you might have, hey, I like these social media posts. I don't like these social media posts. These match my these ebooks match me. These ebooks don't. There's so much content, so many campaigns on there that it's going to be able to be tailored for your brand. And now you have a marketing coordinator in your in your business, <coughs> adapting me. them and 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 moving them for your for your company. So like that's this is just a perfect example. Like, and like you said, don't be too professional. Yeah, yeah. Because I am. As Tar knows, and you can already probably tell just yeah. by on this podcast, I am extreme. I do it on purpose too sometimes. Yeah. Like I'll have someone I know who's a doctor coming into my facility, and on purpose I will bring them down to my gym because <laughs> most people and they love it. They fiend for it because they people talk to certain people a certain way always, all day, all the time, mm. and that gets old. Mm -hmm. When you come at him and say, what's up, man, nice to meet you, bro. Okay, so here we don't mess around, we, we, we get right down to work, you know, this ain't no bullshit gym, and they're like, whoa, 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 you know, most yeah. people come to me and talk to me like, yeah. hey, mister, you know, so sometimes, I'm not saying that works all the time, for no, me, it no, definitely for works, yours, yeah. I think, 
I think not always being so serious yep. and not being so professional, yep. again, goes back to you don't have to have everything to be the best, yeah. to get to the best. You can be 100%. yourself, and you should be yourself because I'll remember that more yep. than you just being a robot, a.k.a. Yep. trying to sell something. If yep. you're a robot trying to sell something, move Good on. Good luck. Move on. Move on. You want people, the new marketing of today, you want people <clears throat> to have heard about your business. You don't want people to just hear from you. You don't want it to just be postcards and cold calling and, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me. What you want is your clients, advocates of you. They sharing your, they're sharing your stuff on social media. They're happy to refer you. You are known in the community. When people come to me through SEO, whatever inbound stuff we're doing, whether it's social media or LinkedIn or or you know, or or SEO or just local lunch and learns or whatever, when people are coming to me, the dynamic shifts completely. It shifts completely. You don't even have to sell it. You don't even really have to sell. Like you just have to. You, you just, just have talk. to. You have to confirm what they're thinking. Why did they reach out to you? They're thinking something. They like you. You just have to confirm that. When I have a telemarketing appointment, or when I'm doing door knocking, like I used to do a lot of, like when I'm going to the business, they have the upper hand. And sure, easier said than done, but if you are building a brand and you are known in your community, you are going to have people coming to you. When you are going to them, you are in the you are in the losing seat. I'm not saying you can't grow that way because you're going to have to eventually too, but dude, that's so crazy. It's that's so accurate, and that's like, what your whole thing is. That's now I never even sell anything. Yeah. I say, hey, so I have a spot here uh, if you want to come. And I don't even I already know they're coming. Yeah, I don't even like. You don't even sell it anymore. Yeah. But yeah, before, you're almost nervous. Okay, what am I going to say? This yep. new person walking in. Yeah. If you're there, you're there. If you're not, yeah. move on. You know why you're here. 100. Yeah, that's so crazy. That's 100%. so true. You know why you're here. Yeah. And um, not to harp on this so much, but like one way to get inbound local SEO before hiring an SEO company or bringing in-house, because we've, offici we've officially brought it in-house. Just get a, get a ton of reviews. Like Adam has a bunch of reviews on his gym, right? Get a lot of reviews if you, so that way people will search and find you. But in addition to that, make sure you're posting great content, you're tagging your clients, you're going to these events, like you want people to see you. So anyway, uh, Adam, I really, really appreciate you coming in today, man. Oh, I do. This is this is I'm been actually awesome. stoked, man, that we got to do yeah. something like this. You know, that's it's cool. Fun for sure. Do you um do you have anything that you wanted to say before we conclude? Uh, pretty much what I already said. Real real fast. The grind doesn't stop. Yeah. And when you get to a point, unfortunately, as an entrepreneur, it's still not going to stop. You may have to hire more people. You may have to make some shifts. You will have to make some changes. It's inevitable. But the grind doesn't stop. Do not get comfortable. Do not get complacent. Because as soon as you do, someone else is right behind you, and they're coming. So yeah. I'd say stay at it. Stay strong. Take your mental health time. Yep. Know when and when, no, when and where to make your moves. Don't overrush, but don't get complacent, like I just said. Yeah. And uh, that's it, man. Stay grinding and constantly, constantly, constantly trying to keep thinking outside the box. That's Even if it sounds yeah. stupid, yeah. do it. Do it. Because I do guarantee you, someone don't think it's stupid. There, It does not, learning from Adam as I've grown up, it does not take much to be different. It does not take much at all. It takes a 30-minute thought session. That's and you it. could do something so out there that you are that you just you're gonna stand out no matter what. It doesn't take much. Just know that. Listen to the episode, um, how to find your differentiator. It does not take much. It really doesn't. And and the Adam's a perfect example of that.
I appreciate you having me on here, bro. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for everybody for listening. We don't really have a challenge this week. Again, not really much of a structured podcast. Do 100 push-ups. Okay. (laughs) All you IT people, do more push-ups. Let's go. Adam has a challenge. Your back's hurting. Do more squats. Do more squats. Sit on that chair. Come on now. (laughs) Well, thanks again for listening to the No Fluff MSB Marketing Podcast. Uh, Adam, it's been awesome to have you on. I hope to have you on again. Oh, you will. All right, cool, man. Appreciate it. Take care.